When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Make sure no matter where you find it that you subscribe to this podcast and then find it every day live, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. But don't worry about Facebook and YouTube. Fuck them. Come on over to Instagram. That's where everybody's hanging out. Good morning, Sarah. Hi, Scooter. What's up, Jim Norder? Hi, Olina. Hi, BJ. What's up, Sally? Hi, Anna. Danielle. See, look at that. Nice little old lunch crowd we got going on. Today on the show, Michigan. Two pieces of land. One shitty state. Also, celebrities, (laughs) they're just like regular assholes. And I went to San Francisco, and all I got was this lousy parking ticket. Oh, but first, shows August 4th and 5th, Gutty's Comedy Club, Edina, Minnesota, with Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live. Get your tickets, rudypovich.com. August 26th, 27th, Gutty's down in Indianapolis, Indiana. Also, September 22nd to the 24th, the Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with Jonathan Kite. September 30th and the October 1st, Gutty's Comedy Club in Dinah, Minnesota. And December 2nd through the 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas. Make sure you find all of those uh, pieces of ticket information. RudyBobich.com, where you can also find merch. Last night, doing a couple of shows. What's up, new people hopping on to the Instagram? What's up, Justin Neal? Nice to see you. Hi, Denise. Scooter, good morning to you as well. What's up, Amanda? Um... Yeah, so last night went out. Got to say what's up to my guy, Casey Fletch. He was uh, hosting up at House of Comedy last night, so I ran up and uh, hung out with some of the comedians. He's like, hey, dude, since you're here, why don't you get up to a couple minutes? I was like, absolutely. Thank you for the offer, my man. He's one of the funniest dudes I know. I've known him for years, too, man. Casey and I go way back. And uh, last night I got up on stage, and there was a couple that was sitting right in front. When I say a couple, I mean a son and his mother. I just started chatting with them a little bit. I said, where are you guys from? And they said, Michigan. That's really why I got into stand-up comedy is to ask people, where are you from? What do you do? Huh? I'm very interested. <laughs> so I asked him, I said, what are you, what are you guys uh, doing in town? They said, we're here for work. We're from Michigan. I said, oh, sweet. Uh, you guys go what? You guys kitchen mitt or you guys UP? And he goes, right in the middle of the kitchen mitt. And I said, oh, the shitty part. And they took so much offense to that. They were like, what, what do you mean? I was like, so it's the shitty part of Michigan. You don't have like all like the fun hills and like the UP is just like beautiful and it's just picturesque. You got the shit part of Michigan. It's not even the fun part. At least in Detroit, like you can just, you know, shoot rifles into the air haphazardly. It's not even a fine. People don't give a shit. You didn't get the fun part, dude. You're down by Flint. What a shithole. I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, yeah, I... 
I said, I, maybe I'm unawares, but did Michigan change in 10 years? I thought Michigan total shithole. And they like were very upset by it. Even the crowd was like, how dare you say terrible things about Michigan? Then the lady got indignant on me, which I then laughed about. And she said, yeah, yeah, Michigan. Have you heard any of the commercials? I was like, I have not. Maybe, maybe I need to go back and do a deep dive on the YouTubes and find exactly what this lady is talking about. Because maybe Michigan has changed. Maybe some things have gone on since the last time the Detroit Pistons started the malice at the palace. Maybe things have changed. Maybe things have gotten better since the last time the Detroit Lions went 0-16. Maybe, maybe not. So I started clowning around the internet for a while this morning. And I was like, I wonder what this lady's t- talking about. Because are there commercials out there that say, hey, man, Michigan's the place to be? I went and looked. God damn it. Here's what I found. Crisp blue waters. Snowy mountaintops. The serenity of a sunset over a great lake. If you see those things, you certainly aren't in Michigan. Where an entire square block of downtown Detroit costs about the same as a mobile home. Michigan. Our basketball team started one of the biggest brawls in NBA history. Michigan. We can't tell who we're more ashamed of. The Detroit Lions or Kid Rock. Michigan. The home of Flint. The only city where Haiti sent relief efforts. Michigan. We'd mention Eminem, but he got the fuck out a long time ago. Come, enjoy Michigan. Enjoy mediocre. I don't see the appeal. Talking about how great Michigan is. Listen, you guys go ahead and get Tim Allen all up in there. You bring back tool time. I might consider a trip to Michigan. It's the reason why I don't book a lot of shows over there. You br- listen, I want I want Al, I want Tim, I want Heidi, I want them 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 kids, but not during like that super weird phase when they made all the kids like become something. Remember that? They made the youngest kid of home improvement be like a goth kid. That dude's like, uh I'm actually going to be going to Harvard in like uh, 18 months. Can you guys maybe fucking change up <laughs> the trajectory of my character so I don't go to school? And everyone's like, what the fuck, guy who used to wear eyeliner on that show? Fucking weirdos. What's up, Gracie? Hi, Olina. What's up, John? Nice to see you. Anyways, uh, I didn't think Michigan has gotten better. I, I still have a hard time believing that Michigan is a... I, listen, the UP, beautiful, picturesque. Anything below that? Dude. I mean, half the fucking state people think belongs to Canada. You can't be that great of a state. Jesus. Plus, you're the, in the, you, you got one of the Harbaugh brothers. Fuck you. That guy sucks. The family, fuck them all. I, listen, Michigan, not on my top list of play, And especially in the Midwest. I was so appalled that that crowd turned on me last night. <gasps> How dare you say terrible things about Michigan? We only make fun of Wisconsin and sometimes North Dakota. And that is it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, anyways, uh, not booking shows in Michigan anytime soon. Um, 
There was a yeah, there was a moment because I said after the show, of course, I was giving him shit, and I said, "Listen, you guys have great vibes." I was giving him a hard time, and I after the show, I came up and I said, "I'm, I really apologize, but thank you for playing along." Because a lot of times, I mean, after I kind of just like turned it back on like how bad Minnesota is, and then started making fun of Wisconsin, you know, people from Michigan and people from Minnesota can get on board with making fun of the state in between us. And uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Don't worry about it. They were fun. I said, where are you guys from? And they said, uh, they said, hey, uh, we're from Grand Rapids. And I was like, oh, no shit. I got a couple of radio friends in Grand Rapids. And I dropped some names and they were like, yeah, sorry, man. Never heard of those people. And I was like, that is so goddamn funny. Like people that should be right in the wheelhouse of like radio. Nope. Sorry, man. We've all moved on to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course you have. Scooter, better watch out. You might get canceled. Here's the thing, Scoot. Uh, I'm a 42-year-old white guy. I'm already canceled. Even though I'm not canceled, I'm canceled. Anybody else? Listen, middle-aged whitey, that guy has no say in anything, which is fine. I don't want to say in anything. I'm glad you fuckers took it off my plate. I'm done trying. Take it all. I don't listen. Middle-aged white dudes had a good run. Even at the time when middle-aged white dudes were running the show, I am a terrible leader. I wouldn't have been good at it anyways. So feel free to take on all the fucking responsibility, everybody else. I'm going to kick my feet up and go fishing. Fuck all you. (laughs) It's so true. Fuck them all. Take it. You guys want the reins? Go for it. We'll see you steer this fucking horse and buggy right into a goddamn brick wall. Fantastic. I'm, I want nothing to do with any of it. Goddamn. Gracie, it's good to know your strengths. Absolutely. That's what I do well. I kick my feet up and fish and not give two shits about everybody else. That is how I make it. <laughs> That's how I... Listen, you guys, wanted the, you guys want to be at the top? You take it. Take it all. I don't want to... Listen... Don't look at me when shit goes belly up, okay? I'm done with all of it. I'm so out of it. I don't want it. I'm, I'm done. Listen, I wasn't going to be good back then, and I'm terrible now. Even from that thing you do, follow me for I am Spartacus. Listen, I'm not even Wally Sparks. I can't get you nowhere. I'm fucking, I'm done. I'm sorry. So anyway, hi, Kimberly. Thank you for stopping by the podcast. Anybody just coming on to the live feed, uh, make sure you get this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and then make sure you subscribe to it. That's also a very big deal. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this story the other day. Uh, if you do have some bad celebrity stories, feel free to throw them in the comments of the Instagram. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, I see there's a few people. Why don't you hop on over to Instagram? Uh, if you got some bad celebrity stories, I'll throw you a couple of mine. Uh, the first one, probably the worst one that I've ever had to encounter was... Um, Turn that down a little bit. Um, the uh, the worst one I ever had to encounter was uh, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, which I know there's not a lot of people out there that know of the man, but he was formerly in Metallica, started Megadeth for a long time. I had to drive that prick from his hotel room to a radio station I was working at for a meet and greet, and he was just a fucking dick. He was the worst person I've ever met. Like... He got in the car and I, I introduced myself and he went, great, can you turn that on the radio? I was like, yeah, I, I can do that. And I just like turned it down. You know, we were doing like an 
all-hour Megadeth lead-up to the meet-and-greet for people, and he's like, just fucking turn off my music, please. Ugh, God. I was like, okay, um, sorry, dude. Yeah, all right, never mind. Um, so he gets in the car. He's just a total prick and silent the whole way there. One of the guys from his band, uh, nice guy from Minnesota, super nice guy, another guy named Dave. Dave, very cordial and cool, and he hoped, you know, gladly he could see that Dave Mustaine was being a prick, and Dave's like, hey, so uh, uh, so what do you do at the radio station? I'm like, oh, I'm the promotions director in the afternoon drive. Guy's like, oh, afternoons, man, that's like, that's that's the slot, huh? And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the slot you want. He's like, that's great, good for you, man. Anyways, yeah, I'm from Minnesota, too, and he was just a super nice fucking, co- but like, the 180 degree of the guy with the scowl on his face sitting in the back of this fucking Dodge Durango, I was like, dude, we're all coming out to see you. Could you at least maybe act a little enthused but then again like i don't know maybe you know what i bet that guy goes back to his hotel room and he's just got a huge smile on his face and he, but then all of a sudden he walks out of that hotel and he's like people expect me to be a grump I, they want me to slouch and be a dick and that's exactly what i'm gonna give them and i was like yeah man absolutely yep uh gracie dude i start in sales and promotions at hubbard in two weeks good for you I hope it works out. Great people that work there. Still love everybody uh, at Hubbard. They're amazing. So many good people that come out of that building. There's one or two that, you know, we could probably kick off from the dock and have forgotten them, you know, back at ports. But for the most part, yeah, dude, everybody who's there, old mothers, old hub mothers, cupboard, cupboard, mother, the fuck am I saying? Old mother Hubbard's cupboard. There we go. It's a great place. You'll totally dig it. Hi, Kim. Nice to see you. Ah, uh, let's see. What's up, Olina? Facebook and YouTube, if you want to rewatch the live, Instagram is where the live party is at. Oh, no shit. I guess I never thought about that. You just get booted off that stuff right away. What's up, Ryan Stock? Good to see you, my man. Now, the reason why I brought this up is um, I was reading this. First off, I don't give two shits about like any of the newer celebrities that are out there nowadays. As I told you before, my daughter and I were walking past the Orpheum Theater downtown Minneapolis. I think we were going to get a bite to eat at the depot. And there was a line that was two blocks long trying to get into the Orpheum. And I looked at the marquee and I'm like, what the fuck is that guy? My kid's like, you never heard of that person? I don't remember their name. So no, who's that? And she's like, oh my God, it's so-and-so blah, blah, blah from TikTok. Fuck, they got like 5 million followers. And then we looked and sure as shit, she was not kidding. And, like, and as I watched it, I'm like, this is actually pretty good content. It's very funny. It moves in like ways that I never thought, you know, because everybody thought, oh, you got to do like long form three minute entertainment, man. You got to write all the, I've told you guys many times, and this is, this is an honest to God, true story. I worked my ass off on that fucking Star Wars video that went up the same day as Chewbacca mom and Chewbacca mom got four and a half million views and ours got taken down because Chewbacca mom took up all the Star Wars. <laughs> Dude, you don't get to come back from that, man. You work your ass off on this stuff and nobody watches it. But then some middle-aged soccer mom in a minivan throws on a fucking Chewbacca mask. And we're all like, oh my God, did you guys see? Holy shit, that's the funniest thing. <laughs> Fuck Chewbacca mom. Fuck her like Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> I got no respect for Chewbacca mom. None. All the respect for Chewbacca and none for Chewbacca mom. Oh my God. Get a bandolier's belt of dildos for Chewbacca mom. That's what I want to see. I'd watch that America's Funniest Home Videos 
We're going to resurrect Bob Saget and <laughs> get Chewbacca Mom with a bandolier's belt and dildos. What I'm saying is uh, all this stuff you put a bunch of time and effort into, uh, it basically just goes nowhere, you know? And that's the part that sucks. So th- this morning when I was getting up and I was reading about pop culture and seeing what's going on in the world, there was a gal by the... I don't know who this person is. I've heard her name get kicked around my daughter's bedroom every now and again, but a girl by the name of... Uh, I was saying it for the wrong, wrong for the longest time. Jojo Siwa? God, I sound like an old fuck when I say that. Jojo Siwa? And it took me a minute to realize who she was talking about. Apparently, she got in a little bit of a titty twister with Candace Beret, which I'm like, listen, it's Candace Cameron. F- get this Beret shit out of here, okay? Stick to your... Listen, meet me at camera one. Candace Beret, meet me at camera one. Knock this shit off with Candace Beret, okay? You are Candace Cameron. Your brother is Kirk. You two came up in a small apartment in Inglewood, California. The both of you got goddamn lucky when your brother Kirk got on the growing pains and you got full house. You took that small little apartment and you turned it into an empire. Your brother got weird with the Christian movies. You came back with Fuller House and those are the only three things, four things, you and your weirdo brother have done. Do us all a favor and go back to Candace Cameron. I can't do Candace Beret. It's too Frenchy. It's too weird. I don't like it. Back to Candace Cameron. You, <laughs> DJ Tanner, I'm looking at you. If Danny was here right now, he'd sit you down on one knee and he would tell you, listen, DJ, I know you're going through a tough time. I've been there myself. Every morning I get up and I have to sit next to that twat Lori Laughlin on Good Day San Francisco. You know how hard it is for a dad? To leave his daughters and to go sit next to that bitch every morning. To try to deliver news in a funny, upbeat way. Meanwhile, Uncle Joey's downstairs with that goddamn gopher making everybody laugh and smile. Nobody thinks I'm the clown. But I, I stick to my guns with Danny Tanner. And that's what you're going to do. Knock this shit off with Candace, Candace Beret. We're going back to Cameron. All right, anyways, I'm done. What I'm saying is they got in a big, the big fucking kerfuffle. And Candace Beret, fuck that, what am I doing? Candace Cameron came back and was like, hey, listen, youngster, you got to get your shit together. Don't you know who I am? I am goddamn Candace Cameron Beret. That's what she had to say about JoJo Siwa. All good on the JoJo front. I think the lesson that we can learn is to be mindful that no matter how many followers you have, even a 10 second trending TikTok video can do damage because our words matter. We shared our joy for one another and that we are both positive, encouraging people. And I told JoJo how much I've always appreciated her because she has been a good role model because of her positivity. And she said she still loves watching Full House and watches it to fall asleep and it's a comfort show for her. We had all the feels and it was all good. There's no drama. Yeah, that's right, Candace Beret. Words matter. Bring back Candace Cameron. Enough of this Beret shit. No one wants it. Listen. Abortion? <laughs> that NASA picture? Rising gas prices in Candace Cameron Beret's last name. These are the four things that we we need to really hunker down. 
sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway. Just thinking about Danny Tanner as having a one-on-one to sit down with his daughter and telling her, listen, DJ, do you know what it's like every morning to wake up and have to look at that twat Lori Laughlin in the face? Although that wasn't Aunt Becky. Do you know how many, you know what it takes? Do you know how much I love you three and this massive kick-ass house in San Francisco? That is wildly overpriced now because of this television show. Do you know how much I love you? I wake up every single morning to sit down to that goddamn uppity snooty bitch Aunt Becky. Just so I can put food on the table. And you can keep living next door to Kimmy Gibbler. Who one I'm pretty sure her parents are selling crack. Have we ever seen her parents? No. They couldn't even look over the goddamn wooden fence like... That fucking dude from Home Improvement? You couldn't stick your face over it there, Wilson? Huh? Come on! Kimmy Gibbler Wilson? Wilson Gibbler! Wilson Gibbler needs to put his two cents in before the end of this thing. Danny Tanner doesn't have all the answers. That goddamn guy is trying. He's trying to raise three girls on his own. With his brother-in-law and his other brother-in-law. How the fuck's he know Uncle Joey again? I forget. Anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is... These guys have problems. It would have been nice if Gibbler's old man, Wilson Gibbler, would have stuck his face over the fucking fence every now and again and delivered some sage-like advice. <clears throat> Speaking of San Francisco, a couple in San Francisco ticketed for parking in a red zone spot, which, by the way, illegal to park in, totally get it, but apparently the curb was painted while the car was parked there. Then ticketed after they painted it. Jesus Christ, San Francisco. <sighs> I didn't think it could get any worse in that city. Because I've been to that city many times. And I used to love it. And now I go back and I'm like, what in the fuck is the matter with this place? Anyways, here's the couple when they walked outside and saw that their car had been ticketed. After the city painted their car in a red zone. Anytime it's open, I've been parking there for 25 years. We came out we were walking up from the store. And I noticed the ticket on my car. This seems unfair me the red stripe is there where it wasn't before and they had the nerve just to go around my tire oh my god listen if you guys are all about you know california is one of the only states that still has the mindset of fucking look what we got look what we got it's like literally a realtor standing outside of a burning house just going huh what do you guys think you want it come on by i'll make you an offer you can't refuse the fucking governor of that place is like, listen, um, where else are you going to go? There's plenty of, there's thousands of other fucking places you could go. That place is a shithole. I was driving with my daughter and my, my best friend Jeff in San Francisco one time. Jeff lived there, has recently moved out because he just couldn't do it anymore. Recently moved out. On the way out, we were driving and my daughter goes, oh my God, who just lets their dog poop on the sidewalk like that? And my buddy Jeff said, uh, sweetheart, I hate to tell you, but that's probably not dog poop. Come on by, everybody. Where else are you going to go? California. It's where hopes and dreams are made. Come out here to try to be an actor. Next thing you know, you're going to be blowing a guy behind a Dunkin' Donuts just so you can get yourself a half a cup of warm coffee. Living in a box. What a shithole, man. I don't understand the appeal anymore. I don't. 
Everybody's moving to the middle of the country. You watch. Listen, if you own a house now, look, sit on. Everyone's like the fucking home prices are here, just like going out of control. If you can find a house for three hundred thousand dollars in Minneapolis somewhere, buy that motherfucker. Because in seven years, when everybody leaves all the coast because they can't, dude, the average rent in Manhattan right now is five thousand dollars a month, five grand. My mortgage is like twelve hundred bucks. I have like the most kick-ass fuck. I have a three-bedroom house with a nice garage and a big-ass yard. And you want to pay $5,000 in rent to live in that? Please feel fucking free, man. I will visit your city every once in a while, but there is not a chance in hell I'm moving there. It's unbelievable how bad it's gotten. And yet California refuses to see what it is. So you want more of this shit? You want more of Cal... Listen... California, tons of red tape. You want to put a shed in your backyard? Good goddamn luck. You want to park on the street and think you're safe? Give it 20 minutes. They're going to paint you into a red zone and then give you a ticket. You ain't got that shit. Dude, I was driving in Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Me, when we had those shows with Jonathan Kite and uh, Ryan Neeson, Johnny Mitchell, Mike Eaton. We're all in Kansas City, driving around. We're downtown, uh, downtown Kansas City. I pull up and we park, and one of the guys said, uh... They got like a parking meter around here? And I'm like, no. The streets are pristine. The curbs are nice and high. I mean, they do have a high sales tax. It's like something crazy, like 17%. But at least you know that you can park safely for as long as you want and never going to see a goddamn meter made. That felt good. That's why I don't understand the appeal of, of goddamn uh, California. I'm so fucking blown away by it. Ah, Gracie, you can't get a studio for less than $1,000 in Minnesota. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told this story, but when I sold my second house, my plan was to get an apartment for a few years until, you know, everyone said, oh, the housing market's going to crash and the bubble's going to burst. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get an apartment for a couple of years. See what happens. I found an apartment, not a great place. It was a one bedroom with a big den, which we would have used as a second bedroom. And... When I looked at it, seventeen hundred bucks a month. I'm like, all right, we can do that, seventeen hundred. So this was right in the middle of COVID. Ain't nobody getting in to see apartments. Ain't nobody showing, dude. You got to get that shit sight unseen. So I call this apartment complex and I'm like, hey. So I put in the application. The lady calls me back. She goes, ooh, yeah. You don't make enough money. I was like, excuse me. She goes, yeah. You got to have three times the minimum. To be a, the monthly income has to be three times, three three times what the rent is, and I'm like kind of doing the math on it. I'm like, okay, what did I write down for monthly? Okay, the month I was like, but what about like all the freelance stuff that I do? Because I have my monthly income from the radio station, and then what about all this extra dough I got coming in? Because I got like seven freelance jobs. She goes, we don't count that. I said, so really. You want to haggle over $75? I was like, ma'am, there is nobody that is renting apartments right now. Nobody's coming into these places because nobody can goddamn afford them and nobody wants to because it's COVID. So you really want to haggle over $75 a month? And she goes, do you think maybe you could find a co-signer? I was like, bitch, I am 40 years old. I just sold my second house. You think I'm going to find a co-signer for $75? I was like, lady, go fuck yourself. I turned around, I called my realtor. I'm like, show me a house. He said, which one? I said, any. We went and looked at a house. I put an offer on it. Didn't get that house. I looked at the second house, put an offer on it. I got that house. I spite bought a house to say, fuck you and your high ass rent. I pay dramatically less than what I would. For, and, that, 
It's not like 1700 bucks included everything. Fuck no. You still paid all your own shit. So I'm like, you know what, lady? Screw you. I'm out. So good. I'm glad you guys have painted yourself into a corner. I can't wait until everybody, you know, gives the finger to the coast and leaves the East Coast and the West Coast and they come right to the middle. And then one day, because I've made terrible decisions with my life, one day when I sell this house, I can ride off into the sunset with a giant chunk of change. So fuck all of you. Anyway. Candace Cameron, if you're listening, change your goddamn last name. I'm tired of beret. <sighs> Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. But don't worry about Facebook and YouTube. Find it over on Instagram. And also uh, Mondays, the Relatable Mail. We hit it up Mondays, usually uh, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, somewhere in there. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll figure it out. If you didn't catch it uh, live on Monday, you can go back to yesterday's A Long Walk to Cleveland and the entire Relatable Mail is a little bonus episode tagged on to the end of yesterday's uh, end of yesterday's episode. So right on, you guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Make sure you go to rudypovich.com, find out all the dates, and get some merch. And until then, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it when you take a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.